Not, not quite my tempo. I'm going to make him an offer, Captain. Hello, everybody. We're back for another episode of Multiplex Loves Movies. This is episode 72. We've been 72 of these things, and I think we have a collective 72 views. So thank you to the fans out there of the show. Uh, welcome back to the show. We've got a full panel tonight. Uh, over here, we've got manager extraordinary Cody Newberry. Cody, welcome back. How are you? Wait, this is multiplex of movies. I thought this was like a reunion, like a family reunion of some sort, because I'm surrounded by family members, and these are not like. Um, no, I'm good. I'm super passionate of the stories we're talking about tonight. I'm super passionate to be here, and I'm gonna bring this energy all night. So let's do this. Yikes! Okay. Uh, also, the weekly uh, person who's here all the time. She loves being here. She never complains about having to go into the other room. It's Maggie. Maggie, how are you? I'm cold, Tim. That's why I don't want to be in this room. It is cold. I'm just holding this tea to my nose to warm my nose. Her hands do that. look red. Like they do look cold. Right? I'm yeah. like dying. It's so cold in here. But otherwise, I'm good. You started school today. How was it? Pretty boring. It's fair. Checks out. Yeah. yeah. It's fair. And then we also have uh, Robert, Robert Parker, the Spobbit. How are you? It's accurate. I also started school today. Uh, I'm also so cold. Uh, neither of those are true. Uh, one thing that is true is I don't know if Cody's thing was a bit. Uh, you'll find out you'll find out all right well uh not what i <laughs> let's get into the show uh we're gonna talk about some movie news and uh hopefully have a oh and robert is gone goodbye robert forever <laughs> maybe he'll show back up he said oh, 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 oh <laughs> Are we supposed to do the bizarre bit of shooting? And stuff? I had to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's start off with uh, actually some breaking news that came out today. Uh, I'm very interested to see what Maggie and Robert think about this. I don't know what Cody's going to think about this, but Warner Brothers has announced a new Wonka film, a prequel, because uh, Hollywood can't stop themselves. Uh, it's going to be from the director of the Paddington films, Paul King, and it's coming to theaters in 2023. Uh, so, Cody, I'll start with you because I don't know where you stand on like Willy Wonka and everything. Uh, a Wonka prequel not having to do with the little boy, Charlie. Uh, what do you think? So I've, I think I've broke this news to Robert before because I know how Robert sits in this movie. I don't think this movie is very good, the original. I just don't. I think I think it's very nostalgic. I think there are some great scenes. I think Willie, I think Gene Wilder is amazing in that film. Um, but overall, the film itself, meh for me at best. Uh, I can understand why people like it. Uh, then Charlie and the Chocolate Factory came, and that thing is a oh, steaming pile of shit. Um, one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I just don't. Like, I like the mystery behind Wonka. 
I don't need to see his upbringing or where he like he started making chocolate in the back alley and then like ran into like or went to like this uh, this other island and found a bunch of oompa loompas and then kidnapped them and brought them. I don't need to know where that. There's a lot of crime behind Wonka, I believe. Unless it's a crime story, I don't give two shits about a prequel. Do not care. Didn't know this was a possibility. I don't even know who they get to cast this. I like the Paddington director because I think the two Paddington films are like the most delightful films ever brought to screen ever but i don't need to see wonka like ever again like let gene wilder be the wonka that everybody remembers and like rip all the dvds and physical copies of charlie off and no one needs to see it and then we'll believe that happens uh, to answer cody's question uh the two actors that they are eyeing right now are Timothy Chalamet and Tom Holland. Uh, Maggie, we'll go to you. Timothy Chalamet, Tom All Holland. Most kid looking a, people. I was going to say, Holland. those are like babies. What sort of prequel is it? Like, this is very prequel, prequely, I guess. Like, him as a young man. making marmalade in the in Panama. Well, and I thought we got his backstory in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wasn't his dad like a fucking dentist or something and that like scarred him? Like that was in that movie, I'm pretty sure. It was. I don't know why. I honestly, I don't know why this is happening. I do remember liking the original um, when I was a kid. We watched it a lot. I haven't seen it in forever. I don't know. I really don't think that this is something that the only thing that is kind of okay is that the two Paddington movies are like great. Um, so that sort of gives me hope that maybe this will be a worthwhile use of my time, but I am not, uh, I have low expectations, I guess. I mean, but Tom Holland and Timothy Chalamet are both excellent actors. So maybe that would make it better. I really don't know. I just, I, I don't know why this is happening, really, or what they're going to do with it. Because I don't think it has any basis in the books either. So they're just going to be, like, making shit up as they go along. Robert, do you think that this film could be the first film in, like, a cross-rolled doll, like, uh, cinematic universe where we cross over with Anne Hathaway's Witches and maybe Steven Spielberg's BFG? I would love to see... Timothy Chalamet's Willy Wonka meet the big fucking guy. <laughs> really entertaining. <laughs> no, seriously, what do you think about this? I mean, the the cinematic universe. I I am very hesitant about that, but like, like you're right. Like Paul King is like a good director, and these two are very fine actors. But it's also Warner Brothers, uh, and that's a, that is a red flag wave in the five percent. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just there's the the some of the worst stuff about Tim Burton's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is the whole like backstory weird take on Willy Wonka and he's weird kind of child predatory. Like I know that's just what they did with the interpretation of the character, but like when they kept into his backstory with the whole dentistry crap that's where that movie went completely off the rails i i agree i don't think there is a basis uh, for like his backstory in the books i don't need to see him getting like building permits and having fines for zoning violations and like i don't need to see how he met the i just don't give a shit because uh, i love i love gene wilder's charlie or walking talk factory that whole movie and i think some of the 
yeah. about Willy Wonka is that you don't know. He's just some kooky, trick uh, chocolate maker, and I don't need to see how he got to be that person. And also, I don't see a way where they, like, in the context of the movie, turn some kind of, like, starry-eyed Timothy Chalamet into the, like, eccentric, but also kind of uh, Gene Wilder. Like, I just, that's just a hard transition. I don't need to see the origins of that character. Can yeah. we see Augustus Gloop, like, uh, after Augustus Gloop Born. leaves the factory and becomes a fitness coach and, like, all that shit? Can we watch that? I want to see that. Right, I would rather see my, what happens to Mike TV in the next 10 years rather than, yeah, like, what happened a to Willy Wonka 30 like, years ago. Right. Gloop, coming to theaters in 2025. <laughs> uh, this movie is officially titled Wonka. It is being released March 17th, 2023. One more thing about this story I wanted to talk about real quick. It says that back in 2018, this article is from Collider, back in 2018, uh, when they first were talking about doing this, they were eyeing three actors. And these three actors are nothing like the other two. The three that they had, the closest thing to these, uh, to Holland and um, Chalamet, is Ezra Miller. But the other two that they were seriously eyeing were Donald Glover and Ryan Gosling. Who are like the what? <laughs> which are like the complete opposite of what Chalamet and Holland are at this point. They're mm-hmm. both in their late 30s, early 40s, like very like at this point in their careers, like kind of closer to where Gene Wilder was at. Right? Yeah, exactly. I could, I, but I could see Gosling more than I could see anybody else from that, like that they named to do the role. I understand it's a prequel, so but he's closer in age. But like with eccentric and like can do the comedy bits. I'm Gosling is the one person that you named can I think do it. You don't okay? think that Donald Glover could do it? I like I like all I three of those better. Than I think that. I don't want Donald Glover and Wonka and my Warner Brothers at all. I think I want him to do something else. Like right. Gosling can, I, yeah. Well, the other yeah, thing too is Gosling and Glover can both sing, uh, right? And sing well. So if this were to right. turn out to be a musical like the original, that would be something. Tom Holland, I believe. Has done some He's done Broadway. I think Timothy Chalamet has too. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. So who knows? Can we just but, stop doing prequels. That is also that is true. Uh, I hate prequels. Is something at else. Warner Brothers, get your shit together. Uh, next story, uh, Maggie, let your freak yes. flag fly because Kong versus Godzilla has moved its release uh, date. Instead yeah. of coming out in May, it's now coming out in March. It has moved its release date up two whole months. Uh, this is the first big, promising piece of blockbuster movie news we've had in a very very long time the fact that a big huge movie like this that was supposed to come out later where we're always like we don't know if it's going to come out we don't know if it's going to get pushed they're so confident this again warner brothers actually pulling it up it's coming out in just about two months uh we haven't seen a trailer that's concerning uh but we got our first glimpse uh glimpse of uh footage in a hbo max uh advertisement the other day where Godzilla comes out of the water and Kong punches him in the face. And it was literally three seconds, but Maggie and I screamed. Uh, so that movie's now coming out the last weekend of March. Uh, so, Maggie, I will go to you first. Godzilla versus Kong coming to theaters the end of March and HBO Max on the same day. Are you happy about this release date change? 
I mean, I'm happy because we'll get to see it earlier in theaters. I think that the only reason that they're changing it is because of the HBO Max thing. If they weren't also releasing it on the same day on HBO Max, I don't think they would have moved the release date. Um, so that being said, it's sort of a win-lose situation with the whole HBO Max controversy. But the sooner I get to see my boys fight, the happier I will be. So. That's fair. Robert, how do you feel about the boys fighting? Uh, Kong Skull Island is the only one of these in this franchise that I've seen. Uh, I've not seen 2014's Godzilla, and I've not seen Godzilla King of the Monsters. I know. I've been spending my last few years watching other things. (laughs) Okay. Um, But, like, if it's in theaters, I'll probably go see it just to, like, if just to support and like go to a theater and see like a spectacle movie again um I, that's something that i'll definitely do maybe i'll watch the other two first and probably but also like i i'm just here for blockbuster movie like the confidence like i i hope that that's a good sign for things that i care a little bit more about like a black widow or uh, just to throw one out there like i i hope that this is a good sign that uh, studios are starting to become more confident with distribution. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cody, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Will you watch the monkey punch the lizard? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm <laughs> one of uh, I'm one of the people that really liked Kong Skull Island. It got some backlash, but I really enjoyed that movie. I had no pro. Like, there's not enough human development. Uh, I came to see Kong punch things. I don't care about who the humans are because. You can't beat Kong, so why are you there? Um, I didn't like Godzilla the first one, and I wasn't big on the second Godzilla movie. But I have hope, and I think it's smart. Again, Warner Brothers, I know I'm giving them a lot of credit here. I think it's smart to move up on the calendar, because I think as we get later in the year, the theaters will start to move back into motion. I just, with vaccines out there and you know, people opening back up. I just think it's about the summer is going to be where we're not going to be back to normal, but we're going to be opening things up probably bigger than we were. And to move it to March gives kind of them a jump start on everything because I don't think there's a lot of things opening in theaters around that time. There may be some, but like nothing blockbuster related. Or is there? You're the movie guy. I'm just here to I, talk. Yeah, uh, so I, I will fill in the release schedule around it when you're done. Uh, but I think like going up against those other big ones that have like on in May, June, July, I just don't think it's smart for them because I've never understood the, the, I understand the summer, but I hate the summer in the same aspect because in like two, you have two weeks to earn your money basically, because in the next two weeks, something else big is coming out and the next two weeks, something else is big coming out. Go to like September or go to like March and like enjoy the nobody there and just load up your you know but i i this is like one of those movies that i will see in theaters because of the spectacle like i don't want to want to as much as i love my tv you muted randomly i don't know why airpod just died uh instead of just going to hbo max which i have i'd rather watch it and then do rewatches on hbo max which is kind of neat but yeah all right fair so uh here's the release schedule surrounding this movie so the first week of march um raya and the last dragon comes out so that'll have plenty of time before the uh, march 26th is godzilla kong uh so raya and the last dragon is on the 5th of march 
The King's Man comes out the following week on the 12th. That's still coming in March. Um, and then there's really nothing until Kong versus uh, Godzilla versus Kong on the 26th. The big kicker here with Godzilla versus Kong being on March 26th is April 2nd is the new release date for No Time to Die. So does Bond stay on April 2nd? There's been a lot of rumors right now that Bond is going to move again to next November, to November of 21. I really don't want that to happen. I've been looking forward to No Time to Die for a very long time. I'm really wanting to see it. I hope those rumors aren't true. But if they are and it moves, it's going to be better for Godzilla versus Kong. But I think No Time to Die... Uh, we have a trailer for No Time to Die. I've yeah, seen this. I know what the trailer goes. Yeah, I know what this movie's going to be. Please, Kong, get the frick out of its way. Like, let, <laughs> let No Time to Die. That's the movie I want, right? Well, but so here's the, the difference is that one is being also released on HBO Max on the same day, and No Time to Die has only its theater release. If they want to make their money back, they should push it because it's not going to make its money back until next November, probably at the earliest, where. Godzilla versus Khan can have the recoup between being on screen. 2021 or 2022? November of 2021. The problem is that if they go to November 2021, you're also running into a new Pixar film. You're running into Eternals. You're running into uh, Christmas films. Spider-Man comes out in Christmas. There's there's so much coming out now at the end of the back half of 2021 because of all this that I think it needs to stay. Uh, the other stuff coming out in April uh, right around like the weeks after both these movies, uh, you get Mortal Kombat. That's also an HBO Max WB uh, something right away, uh, and then we also get a Quiet Place Part Two on April twenty third. Otherwise, though, that is April pretty much. Uh, so well, I think they both can stay and both make good money. I think so too. Be there. Absolutely. Both uh, they fit two different markets. I think because I don't think the same people. There are there they'll they'll mix and match, but I think Bond and like. High blockbuster action. We'll, I think it will be a little different, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the next story. Uh, we this this one's just a quick one. A couple years ago, me and Maggie were talking about this the other day. A few years ago, I think it was right after Taken Three was released. Liam Neeson said, uh, "I'm done. done. I'm yeah. done with the action films. I'm sick of doing them. I am a serious actor." And then he appeared in such classics as Ted 2. And then Cold Pursuit. The Commuter and Cold Pursuit. And not recently Honest Thief and now The Marksman, which is currently in AMC theaters. Go see it. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but Liam Neeson has once again said he's got a couple more movies he's working on right now, but when he's done, he's done. When he's done doing the ones that he's doing, He's done doing them, and the action movies in general, the Taken-esque movies, he's going to be done with that genre of film. He said it once again. He said this before, and it didn't really work out, but he's saying it officially again, and he is citing age as the main problem. Listen, Liam Neeson's a really good actor when he wants to be, when he puts in the work. And honestly, in this movie, we just saw The Marksman. He's really good in it. The movie just kind of stinks. And it's not his fault. He's hired. He does what he's supposed to do. And he's good in the movie. But the movies overall are just pretty meh. Uh, but if even something like Widow... Hmm. 
something like Widows, which is a movie I don't love, I didn't think was very good. It's a more drama-esque role, and he's excellent in it. So I would like to see him transfer to doing more serious stuff again. Uh, that's my hope. Robert, what do you think about Liam Neeson uh, quitting action films? I mean, to be honest, the only one of the dozen we just listed off that I've seen was Taken, the first one. I just have not... I like the first Taken, but I haven't seen any of the other ones because they seemed like, at least when I was like working at the theater a couple of years ago, like it seemed like every two years there was another one and then just another one. So like, I'm, I'm happy to see him go back to dramatic acting or, you know, a more dramatic role. Um, they can't all be Tom Cruise like doing these, the high octane action movies in their late fifties, early sixties. Uh, so I, I, I like seeing, seeing him as an actor still, but I get it. And it's, I'm not that bummed out. I'm not like, oh man, I was so looking forward to the the next one, Cold Pursuit Two, like colder pursuit. <laughs> I, just, I just don't care. Cold Cold Pursuit was rough. Uh, Cody, what do you think? I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if he's a good actor anymore. <laughs> I just, I mean, I think he's got talent, but I just I haven't seen him in anything like stellar for a long time. Like he's always done these movies, even like. I think there was one like something about tombstones. It was walk, walk, walk among the tombstones. That, that movie's good. That one's really good. It's just it's just like he just what I want him to do is like take like a John Wayne like Clint Eastwood approach and like do like westerns type thing, but like he was in Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> Okay. Marshman is uh, also kind of a western. But like I, by I know direction and script. Like somebody mean. that like a 310 to Yuma or a Hell or High Water or that level of stuff, like switch to where like Jeff Bridges is going with his career, because I think he'd be excellent in that stuff. Like the first mm. taken I think is good. I will stand oh, yeah. by the first taken when that first phone call happens, but now it's just become a meme and everything. And it's just he's been like like this guy did Schindler's List. Like if we're being like this guy is That's true. I forget about that. That's this guy is a dope. Uh, this guy's a dope actor. So, and like, even his limited time in Gangs in New York, he's excellent yeah. in that. And, uh, silence. He, yeah, silence. Yes, yeah. Uh, he has this. He has this ability. I just think he's like in debt or something, <laughs> or like something's like someone has kidnapped his daughter. Well, the main story was, well, the little backstory on Liam Neeson, like when his wife passed away, he put all his time into his work. Like he just worked nonstop because he, he couldn't be alone at home. So he just took everything that came. So that's one of the habits that he's into. But I was like, that's I just want him to run all night. I just, I just want him to, uh, I just want him to transition to like, get with a good director or get with a good like script, or maybe even come up with something of his own and just do a project like that and stay away from any transportation whatsoever. <laughs> like a, a subway, train, plane, get the fuck off of them and do a horse and carriage or something like that. You know, I, I can see it. I can see it. Uh, Maggie, do you have any uh, big thoughts on this? No, I mean, I think everything's sort of been said. I'm fine to see him keep acting. I don't really care if he keeps making these movies because I'll still probably go see them, though I didn't see Honest Thief. Or actually, I haven't seen Cold Pursuit either. I haven't seen a bunch of them. But no matter what he does, I'll still probably see it. So Cold Pursuit was bad. Cold Pursuit was rough. Honest Thief, 
It's not that bad. It's available on Voodoo now. Um, okay, so now let's. Uh, I saved all the fandom stuff for the end of the show this time. I usually lead with the fandom stuff, but I, I saved it for the end. Uh, the first thing, kind of fandom, not really fandom. Cody's head is about to explode. Uh, Zack Snyder. Fucking kill me. Oh, uh, yeah. Confirmed, kind of. That the Snyder Cut is back to being just one movie on HBO Max instead of a four-part series. And uh, it's four hours long. It had previously been announced that the film would be split into four parts and released onto HBO Max over the course of four weeks. Uh, mm. That plan seems to have gone away. Uh, the only clue we have to this is the fact that uh, somebody was literally like on Twitter... Yo, Zack Snyder, uh, this thing going to be a four-part miniseries or a one-sitting movie and or a one-off movie? And Snyder literally responded, one-off. So it's not official from Warner Brothers, but, but this is what he's saying. Right now, the rumored runtime, yes, is four hours, 240 minutes. We don't know for sure. We don't have a confirmed runtime. But they have confirmed it's coming in March. So we are getting it soon, uh, very soon. Uh, Cody, go ahead. Oh, God. This is so funny to me because, like, I just sat through The Irishman, which was three hours, and that was a damn good time. And I've watched Goodfellas, and I've watched Wolf of Wall Street. I've watched the three-hour, close to three-hour movies, and I enjoy them. You've got to be fucking kidding me if you think I'm sitting through Do You know the thing was? I was going to watch the Zack Snyder Cut because it was going to be an hour each week that I could devote my time to because that's a TV show. You think I'm sitting on the couch for four hours? You're out of your mind. I fell asleep in BVS. I literally took a nap until Wonder Woman showed up in BVS. There's not a chance in hell that I sit for four hours. He's a lunatic. I'm. He's just absolutely a lunatic, and he doesn't need to be making movies. Like when you said it was a when we said it was an hour apiece, I was like, no wonder his ass got fired, and now no wonder his ass still got fired. A four hour movie. No, if Avengers Endgame that had twenty movies like leading up to that conclusion, twenty one. I don't know if I'm correct on that, but like twenty plus movies. That was three hours. You're telling me the two the, the the seven movies that you have created in your universe, you're gonna give me four hours of five, five four. Man of Seal, BBS, right. Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman. Four movies a year. Fucking kill me. I'm sorry. Coco is like got has a wet dream right now because he's so fucking pumped to see the Zack Snyder cut. But it's four hours because probably two and a half is slow-mo. This is going to be literally the most painful thing. I am, I am, wow, this is insane. Four hours? I thought Wonder Woman 84, I wanted to ram my head through my glass door. This is going to be rough, guys. Good luck. I'm not fucking watching it. I don't give a shit how good it is. Not turning it on. Maggie, your thoughts? I hate my $14.99 a month that I pay for HBO Max is going to Zack Snyder right now. That's what I'm going to talk about. I think I honestly would rather watch it as a movie. I'm still not happy about the four-hour runtime. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. But I would rather just watch it and get it over with if I'm being completely honest or even if we like watch it in two sittings. I think that making it like TV show style is 
dumb or would be dumb but i think i mean it'd be smart for hbo because then their free trial is only like a week and then you know they have to actually pay for hbo max if it comes out every week like mandalorian style but i don't know it is what it is at this point i'm gonna watch it no matter what happens and no matter what medium it's released so it's fair uh robert snyder cut four hours uh i just don't care <laughs> I just, like I'm gonna watch it. I'm glad it's. A, I agree. Like trying to do a, a series kind of thing, I think would be silly because then you have to do like arcs and like cliffhangers at the end of every episode, and you have to like feel satisfied that it like services as its own episode instead of just an overarching mini series. Like yeah, I, I, I give a shit about you. I I agree. It should be as a movie, but I, I honestly just don't even think it should be. Like, I just, I don't think it's, like, just because a bunch of people got really, like, I, I'm of the camp that I don't believe that a Snyder Cut existed until people on Twitter started, like, being all in an uproar about it, being, like, released. I don't think there was a Snyder Cut to release. No. I think they're just going back and saying, oh, I had this the whole time. Uh, let's let's reshoot it all and re-edit it, and it's my artistic vision. And I think that's really fucking dumb. Uh, so I think the existence of the Snyder Cut is really stupid, uh, and that money could have been spent making a Zack Snyder passion project, which I don't think was Justice League. Uh, and I think that we're gonna—I I suspect we're gonna be able to tell that the people involved in remaking this didn't really care about it. Uh, the money could have been used to make Wonder Woman '84's script better. Yeah. My my only question. So I don't know. I don't know this offhand, and uh, there there's some people that just joined in. I don't know what the most successful, like the longest, like longest runtime, but like most successful movie is. But like I know like, Lawrence of Arabia is up there. I know. Like, no. Well, well we're adjusting for inflation because that's gone with the wind. Uh, that movie's like, that movie's that like three and a half hours. Okay, but like okay, so oh, three and a half long. hours. Let's say Irishman, Ben Hur, like. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia, those massive didn't even stretch to the four hour full mark. Like, what does Snyder think that he has to tell us in four hours? Of right, Godfather Two is like three and a half. <laughs> that's the thing. Like four hours. If you want to talk about bloated, this has to be this. Like, you could almost just to think about it. Three hours of Endgame and that massive battle that happens at the end of it. And that battle comes have, in at like two hours and ten minutes too. You can have like multiple battles, two battles basically right. in this entire, which makes no sense to me. I just, I think it's a very stupid. I understand why they're doing this. This makes perfect sense because they, they never made their, they never made full amount that they thought they were going to make on all these movies. Like, BBS, they only made like eight hundred million dollars, which they thought was going to be closer, way into the billions. Same thing with Justice League. It did not do it. So they're wanting to do this. But I just think four hours is like, I understand. And I I want to just retract. Like, I understand the episodes is a dumb reason for them to do it. It's the only way that I would have been able to watch a Zack Snyder film for four hours. I could not sit through four hours of watching it. There's no way. Yeah, I think he's a terrible director, and it's gonna. I clear. I clearly, it's gonna show. I don't care what he does to do. Did to Justice League. There's not enough backstory of these characters that they showed us that's gonna make this pay off anymore. And now we already see Wonder Woman eighty four, and now this new like, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking disaster. I think. 
But Jared Leto's Joker is going to appear in it. Right, and that makes it better. Is that real? Yeah, he's yes, in it. that's real. He's in it. With new footage they shot recently. Let's move on. That's, gonna... that's what everybody was missing from the first Justice League. They needed more Leto. That's great. Yep. Uh, let's move on to the next topic. We're going to go into the magical world of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, we're first going to talk about the fact that Matt Damon is apparently joining the cast of Thor 4. Thor Love and Thunder. He showed up on set. He's doing something. What's he doing? I don't know, but if it's another... Uh, Nick Tuig, uh seems to think that he's going to play the same actor playing Loki again. And I said that movie. yesterday, too. Oh, Robert. Oh, maybe Robert. It was Robert. Yeah. I thought it was Nick. It was definitely Robert who said that. Um, I forgot that I saw you yesterday. That yeah. was weird. You're like so far away. It was Robert. And uh, I think that's probably plausible. This is probably going to be a one-off thing. He's not going to play like a main character or anything. But another fun Taika thing here. Uh, Robert, as you said, that was your uh, that was what you said yesterday. What do you think about Matt Damon being in Thor Love and Thunder? I mean, it's cool. That scene is one of the best scenes of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, the play where just the, I mean, everything like Anthony Hopkins playing Tom Hiddleston playing, like it's just it's great. Uh, and I think uh, less is more. Like I don't want to see him coming in even as like a character who is like kind of integral. Like I don't want him playing like the Nick Jonas and Jumanji character, right? Like as somebody who's like in it for like not a major character, but who's in it for, you know, a significant amount of time, a couple of scenes, like an important character to the plot. I don't want him to be that um, because I think it'll just be too distracting. And, but also I'm not Taika Waititi and I trust him to be a, in, uh, to have his artistic vision for whatever he wants Matt Damon to be. I do think uh, my prediction is that it's just going to be another Loki play uh, to like honor his sacrifice with the Tesseract and how he was killed by Thanos. And maybe Thanos will be played by Josh Brolin in like purple, like not actually like, it'll just be Josh Brolin, like an actor playing Thanos. Amazing. Um, <laughs> oh like, my God. Who knows? But I, I think it will be like another play. I could see that. I could see Taika being like, hey, Josh Brolin, let's put purple paint on your face and have you be Josh Brolin as an actor playing Thanos. Like, I think that'd be funny. Uh, Maggie, any thoughts on Matt Damon joining uh, Thor 4? Yeah, I can't imagine that it is going to be anything other than him just playing that same guy, whether it's in a play or not, but he'll just be like an Asgardian actor. Um, it's It'll be a fun cameo, I'm sure. I don't think it's anything to dwell on or worry about. Like people are like freaking out about it on the internet, and I don't think that it that's necessary. Uh, Cody, Matt Damon. I hope he's Jason Bourne. Fucking <laughs> just kill some folks. No, uh... Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Uh, his guardian actor. <laughs> no, I just hope. I hope that's the the play thing. I don't want. I don't think he's gonna have anything else. I just. I thought that was one of the best parts of, not the best part of Thor Ragnarok, but it was a very funny moment that I enjoyed. So I'd, I'd like to see it again. All right. Uh, then the next piece of MCU news that we're going to talk about is the big one of the week. Uh, Chris Evans is reportedly going to return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe to uh, what capacity? We don't know, but it is rumored to be one to two projects. Uh, I hate this. I hate you know, this. He tweeted that that's not true. 
It's not true? He tweeted, no, no, no. he tweeted that, like, first I've heard of it, but I think he was trying to be, like, coy and, like... I don't know. Go. I think he was being real. People are still reporting about it. If this isn't true, bless I'll, I'll find his tweet. I am that. not interested in seeing whether it's true or not. I will just say, I'm not interested in having him back. I love Chris Evans. Uh, but, and I love Captain America, but I don't want to see the, the ending was great. Um, I still don't love the ending because it doesn't make any fucking sense, but all in all, I like what they did. I don't need to see him return. The only way that I would be semi okay with this, uh, is one of two things. One, uh, he's returning as a voice for the what if show. I think that makes sense. Oh, that's uh, probably well. They already did that, didn't they? But they could do more. Is all I'm saying. I guess. And B would be if uh, he were. Um, this is a, this is Nick Tuig is what he said. Uh, is if he were to play a scroll, uh, mm-hmm. that could be interesting. Uh, I would be interested in that. But I don't want to see Captain America back. It's the same reason why I don't want uh, Robert Downey Jr. back. I don't want any of that back. Cody, what do you think? Um, I would just like him to show up and grab the shield from uh, Falcon and say, I made a fucking mistake and give it to Bucky. Um, but other than that, don't think that's going to happen. I don't want to see him at all. I don't want to see our, I don't want to see Robert Downey Jr. I'm with you 100%. If you leave... Those losses have to mean something. And if they don't, then they unravel everything in the previous. That's why, like, some people, I disagree with them, but, like, Infinity War doesn't have as much weight because the characters come right back. But, like, five years still passes. This is just wouldn't make any sense for them to come back. They, they sent both characters off in the best way possible for both characters. I don't need to see them anymore. They're, it's, it's over. It's done with. Um, the what if cool... Um, flashbacks maybe but even that i don't even like i just let's just close that chapter and move on because it's it's basically like once you like you're relying on the old gimmick to keep the the new gimmick alive like let the new gimmick be its own thing like yes there's characters that are still around but like they pass the torch on so let them carry it and go forward and just your time was great you earned a lot of money you don't need to be back for it i it would just make me mad as a fan yeah. Uh, I'm seeing nothing about it being fake other than the fact that dead and I think Robert's right if there is a tweet I'm pretty sure it's probably a coy thing because uh, yeah. Deadline who's usually really good at being on top of this this is their exact quote I'll read it out um, in a move that is sure to rock the MCU sources tell Deadline that Chris Evans is cleaning the dust off of his Captain America attire and is expected to reprise the role in the MCU in some form uh it's headed in the direction for Evans to return as Steve Rogers in at least one Marvel property with the door open for a second. However, sources add it's ult- unlikely to be a new Captain America installment, and it's likely to be more of what Robert Downey Jr. did after Iron Man 3 appearing in such films as Civil War and Homecoming. Marvel had no comment. So, uh, Maggie, based off of yeah. that, what do you think? I don't want to see him in roles like the ones that Robert Downey Jr. took after Iron Man 3. Like, that's way too big. I don't care if it's what if. I don't care if it's flashbacks in Winter Sol- or in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But, yeah, I just I agree with 
what I think Cody was saying that like, if it's going to be final, make it be final. Like don't play around with it except for what if I think is the exception because it just makes everything worthless that you did before. And I really, I love Chris Evans and I love Miss Captain America. So it's like nice and all, but if you're really trying to like move on, then move on. Yeah. Robert, what do you think? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think part of the reason that like, like my least favorite parts of homecoming is the Tony stuff because it's like, they don't trust their torchbearers. Like they hand it off and they're like, go. And then they're like, Oh no, just wait, wait, you're, you're not there yet. Like I, I think they need to trust what they've built and the characters they have still going and the storylines they have still going and the new stuff they can bring in instead of just being nervous that because it's new, it's not as in demand. Uh, and I think that's a mistake. I, I think what if I think Maggie's right. I think that is the exception um, because that is just very hypothetical. Like we don't exactly know what the structure of that's going to be yet, but I could see them playing into that and leaning into it as a, you know, hypothetical. What if he never puts the thing in the ocean or like whatever, right? Whatever the, the writers decide to do with it. But even in flashbacks and even in voiceover and even in that kind of stuff, I just don't, think it's necessary like you can tell a great uh, falcon winter soldier story and like have references to him and have them talk about him without having him appear physically on a frame like in 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 live action like i just don't need to see it because of the like cody said the, the ending of the character was so perfect it's just not necessary let the past die kill it if you have to <laughs> Thank you for that. I enjoyed you. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, that is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. We we did it. We got through all the topics. Uh, next week, we will be back. Uh, same time, same channel. Uh, but uh, what we're doing, we don't know yet. We might do another new show. I might do a watch along next week. I don't know. I might, be, I might feel spicy and do a watch along next week. We'll see what's going on. Uh, but with all that being said, YLS is back to being live. Tomorrow, Cody's going to lose his mind, but it's going to be fun. Cody, tell us about it. Yeah, so we're in the top 20 of the top 100 series. We're doing them live. So Andrew Barr, Mike Hanley, Nazario, and Cameron Holtzman will be live to talk about their 20 through 11. Um, yeah, it's I've watched a lot of their movies. It's going to be a fun time. I agree with some. I strongly disagree with others. And... Uh, I've saved up some rage, so it's probably going to be pretty loud uh, next uh, uh, tomorrow night. So tune in. That's fair. Uh, also coming up this week on Multiplex Friday, the Manager Bowl. It's coming. You're going to find out uh, who is going to have a new faction here at Multiplex. Uh, so that'll be very exciting. That's coming real, real soon on Friday. And then the following week, Warzone Free For All, week after that fandom fights free for all so lots of stuff and then the season will just explode after that uh war if you want to call it oh no wait oh shoot sorry uh so anyway so uh we will be back next week at this time boom, for more whatever hijinks ensue guys thank you so much for watching grab a Michelob ultra kiss your loved ones pray robert doesn't murder me and have a good night you still here It's over. She's out of our hair. And just 
When I dare to care, she says, au contraire, you're my pair of friends. I love you. <laughs> Keep it together, man.